Welcome back, everyone, to another Slab Socks YouTube live stream. My name is Aaron, your host, co-hosted by Nate here. Nate, welcome once again to another show. Uh, I feel Hola. like I do that every week because I do can, say it every week. Can I can I hijack the beginning of this? Uh, sure. Go ahead. We got to get started because we got a lot to talk about, but what do you got? Sure. Um. So, obviously, you're a Bucks fan. I'm a Bucks fan. How nice has it been? to watch the whole narrative on Chris Milton and Giannis change. So obviously I'm a little bit, you know, I'm we're close to the situation and I'm a little bit pessimistic about the whole situation because uh, what I, you know, we love Giannis and Chris. Um, but for years it's Chris isn't good enough to be a second star. And then it started being, you know, Giannis could go for 30 points, 12 rebounds, four assists, two steals, and two blocks, and it would be, well, he didn't make his free throws, or he can't shoot threes. Uh, so he might get his points, but since he can't shoot, he's just not that good. Yep. And uh, now we're watching these playoffs, everyone's tunes on Giannis and Chris completely changing, and it has been the most beautiful thing in the world. Do you know what I, I love is that Giannis has now given us two historic all-time plays thanks to drew holiday on the second one um but seriously like it's just so cool seeing people actually respect what's going on versus uh finding something wrong all the time <laughs> uh-huh it, it's been absolutely it's it's been you know it's it's something that us as bucks fans know we know how clutch chris milton can be yeah and he's made 15 go ahead or Tie, tie or go ahead buckets in the fourth quarter of this playoffs. Are we, that's yeah, no, they didn't. They weren't close enough to ever have tie or go ahead the last game. But I hope he gets one more because I'll put him ahead of LeBron all time for one finals run, or one playoff run. So it's it's been it's been really fun to get Great. to have Great. people know what we know. I just, yeah, I agree. But really quick, I did say I want him to get one more, but I almost would rather not have to have a heart attack tomorrow. So. Maybe we can win by more than one tying or go-ahead bucket in the fourth. I agree. Also, really quick here, really quick. Kendall F says, let's talk prospects, Blue Jays prospects. Um, Aaron, you know who Orelvis Martinez is, right? Oh, of course, man. I, I was on to him three years ago that I never – I actually bought a couple of his non-autos when they came out because he didn't have autos right when his – Did you sell them? Did you sell yeah, them? a while ago. I like doubled or tripled in probably like three months. Oh Well, you know what he did last week? What? Seven home runs, including a three-home run game. What? One week. Seven home runs. Do we need to get him in a Slab Sox Pro? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I, I mean, probably, that's, but not right now. That's big time. That's big time. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty incredible. Every single day I went on, uh, went on Twitter, it was um, or Elvis Martinez. Home run today. Or Elvis Martinez, home run today. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap. Uh, Creed, hey, Aaron and Nate, when is the Stadium Club charity break? So that's a great question. Um, we will talk way more about the charity night at the end of today's show or towards the end of today's show. Actually, I meant to say towards the middle of today's show. Either way, tomorrow, July 20th, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time, Nate will be here in Milwaukee. We will be doing a charity night pre-show where we have, I think, I'm looking at them right now. I think there's like 10 or 11 boxes that have sold out or there's like one or two spots left in a noir and the cup hockey box. Um, Slabsocks.com slash shop for the last couple of spots. If you want to jump in, 100% of the proceeds go to Camp Kessum, uh, sends kids to camp for free whose parents have or had cancer. And we also, I'll update this more later, have sold a ton of Kessum redemptions for the July 30th main event. But stay tuned and we'll talk more about that as we get going. Uh, but tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern time, I will put out a tentative schedule to our Slab Stocks Instagram story for the breaks tomorrow. Um, I don't know what order they're going to be in, but they're starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time, all of them. So stay tuned for that. I'll try to put together tonight and, po and post that. All right. First topic of discussion for today. So we are going to jump into talking about the PWCC Premier Auction for the first bit of today's stream. And there was some crazy stuff that went down, not necessarily tied to these two cards. But we did see an SGC 9.510 LeBron James rookie patch auto of 99 go for $900,000. It just was under that million-dollar mark. Uh, I'm a little surprised it didn't break a million. I think a BGS 9 sold for 1.8 uh, through two months ago, three months ago maybe. And um, 
the MJ PMG red numbered out of 100. The, the last 90 are, are red. The first 10 are green. So there's only 90 reds. BGS 8 sold for 312, which is a little light as well as I thought that would go over 400 based on a previous sale. And these were the two cards that you know we pinned against each other as maybe the most expensive in the auction. LeBron, as we all probably assumed, we knew it was going to take the cake and it did. Not much to pick apart with these two. There's way more for the other cards that we will talk about. So don't want to spend too much time on, on these two. Both super iconic cards, like biggest basketball cards of all, of all time iconic. And then we got the baseball one. Nate, talk about the baseball. You're the one that that took the took this one on for our uh, preview video. Yeah, so obviously the Mickey Mantle is the most iconic baseball card of all time, and I would argue probably the most iconic card of all time. Um, I would I would too because if you think about Hank Aaron's career, that card on the left is selling for way more if it, if that Mantle wasn't the most iconic card of all time. Correct. Now the thing is. The card on the left, the Hank Aaron, is a better grade from a better company. Uh, not that that should matter, but it does. Um, and he is the better player, and it's an iconic card in his own right. Like the 54 Hank Aaron is an absolutely iconic card itself. You know, we all expected the mantle to go for more. You could have just done a quick eBay search and figured that one out. But uh, it would be nice if we could, you know, close the gap here a little bit on our guy Hank Aaron um, as one of the most iconic cards of all time, especially a PSA 8, you know, going for half the price of an SGC 4.5. I do wonder, I do wonder if this Hank Aaron was a little better centered. Yeah. If it would have went for like well over 60, because as we know, we'll talk about here soon, the MJ rookie PSA 10 that sold for the all-time high $840,000, which is double what any have sold recently for it had a pwcc s sticker which classifies it as top five percent for that given card in condition and i imagine if this hank aaron had something similar or even i think it's an a or an e are there other ones for like excellent and maybe amazing <laughs> just kidding um i imagine that this would have sold for well over 60 if it had one of those i appeal classifications um, which it do does not have one of those. Yeah, and the the mantle's well centered, all things considered. Little <laughs> off top to bottom. But yeah, but for a four or five, I mean, that looks pretty good. Yeah, really good. good. All right, and then on the right side, uh, what's up, Henry? And then on the right side, we've got Wayne Gretzky OPC rookie PSA nine went for one hundred and two k. Excuse me, and the Connor McDavid. SP Authentic Future Watch Autograph Rookie BGS 1010, numbered out of 999. That's sold for 66. And that's a pop one. That's the only BGS 10 McDavid uh, Future Watch Auto that there is. I am not shocked that it's sold for 66. I think that's a really deserving number. And I think in the future it'll be worth well more, especially if this stays pop one. Uh, a little surprised about the Gretzky pulling 102, meaning I thought it was going to sell for more, the PSA 9. I haven't done any price research on this card to figure out what it sold for. I still I don't know why it's 102. The only reason why I think is that there was some coloring loss here. I'm like sitting here thinking, and I'm pretty sure that like a tops PSA nine goes for way above this. And this is the OPC from Canada. Like this should have sold for way more than 102, unless it, that coloring really detracted people. The old grade really detracted people. Maybe the eye peel of the bottom edge and the left edge, although these were wire cut, so they all, you know, that doesn't ding the grade on them. So for 102, I mean, the BGS or the PSA 10 sells for 3.75 million. So I really thought this was going to sell for like well over 300 grand, but it didn't. Uh, maybe if anyone's like a super huge hockey collector or knows a lot about the Gretzky OPC in the chat, please make some comments on why this might have sold for 102. Uh, $1,000, which is obviously a great number. Like, that's huge. But just comparing to the other sales of the Gretzky's. And then we've got the la uh, two of the last ones here. We got the MJ Exquisite comparison. So we got the Authentic and the PSA 10 Auto on the Emblems of Endorsements, which is one of the rarest Exquisite sets, actually. It might be the rarest Exquisite set from 2003, as this one's number 9 out of 15, um, which is which is really uh, really rare for, for Exquisite. And then you got the numbered pieces here, which is numbered out of 23, BGS 8.5. So the emblem of emblems of endorsement went for 360k. The number of pieces went for 216. Nate, I don't know about you, but if it's just based on looks, which I know cards aren't all based on looks, I would way rather have the number of pieces and the emblem of endorsements. I mean, I think that this like 
horizontal slash vertical auto where it's like turned sideways looks so cool on that card. I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan of the, of the number pieces on the it, right. It, it feels like a, uh, a contender's card almost. I know the contender's autos are on the bottom, but... Um, yeah, it is a little set up that way, though. I get what you're saying. I, 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 mean, I love that card. A ton. I do agree. I like it better. It's a little it's, bit more artsy. Yeah, it's a BGS 8.5 also, um, which is really, really good compared to the PSA Authentic. You'd imagine this card would not grade an 8 or an 8.5 with Beckett. If it's an authentic, the 10 auto is nice. I'm sure that this MJ probably is a 10 auto as well. Looks really good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was a little surprised, but I know that I know that guys like Spantron, huge high end exquisite collectors, love the emblem of endorsement set. So, you know, I'm not the one that can spend the money on this. So I'm not the one that can determine the prices. I'll tell you that much. Um, the people that can have, and, and they obviously are saying emblem of endorsement is way more important. And then on the right, we had a fun little thing here where we were using uh, kind of off-brand sets, not tops, not Panini, not Upper Deck. Uh, we've got The Rock from, was that, 90, 94, the Bumblebee PSA 10, the perforated card, and then the SGC 10 gold label MJ Nike card. And I can't believe it. They sold for the exact same price, <laughs> which is funny because, you know, we do the debates to see which one to sell for more and talk about the significance of the cards, and they both sold for the same price. Uh, I, myself, I'd way rather have the MJ, but that's just me. I know that, I mean, this personal preference, right? Some people love movies. They'd probably rather have The Rock, stuff like that. It's crazy how you have literally one Dwayne The Rock Johnson card to choose from. Well, you right? got the wrestling ones too, but one football card. But, um, And uh, it goes for 27.6. You've got a bunch of Michael Jordan cards to choose from, but obviously this is the Nike promo. Nike holds some weight. I definitely I feel like I would have thought the uh, the rock actually would have gone for more. This rock for sure sold for over 40 grand on an auction. Um, that was back when like Timlin and Deshaun Watson, you know, had it at lunch. And I think that Timlin re re then sold it for 40 grand or something. So it is down from the top. Um, this PSA 10 on this Jordan was once worth like 40 to 50. And obviously SGC 10 is not going to sell for PSA 10. But this is the gold label to point out. This is the top SGC grade, the pristine gold label. Um, and I it's got a Mike Baker gold. Uh, it does. It does, which means pretty much that's graded what it should be, I believe. Like the black diamond, I mean, like it's it's like the best of the best. It's just kind of reaffirms it, I think, from what from my knowledge, at least. I might be wrong on that. And this is for sure the most interesting one, which we actually didn't do a debate about this at the start of the auction, and it's not really even worth debating the price of it after, but it's worth at least commenting on the price of it after because – the PSA 10 with the S sticker down there, that's not actually on the case. I photoshopped that in for anyone wondering. Uh, it says it's top top 5%, the PWCC S. And the 9.5 sold for 72K, and the PSA 10 sold for 840. This is a confirmed sale. Plenty of people on Instagram were saying, oh, shield building this, market manipulation that. And you have to be pre-approved to be able to spend over $25,000 to bid on one of these items. Like you have to be, you can't just like log in and bid all you want and then not pay. So first of all, that helps. Second off, 72 Woot Woot 72, who combined to donate half of the Honest Prism Green PSA 10 that's going through a charity auction, he bought that card. So we have now confirmed that the buyer paid for it, confirmed that the buyer actually won the card. And when it comes to people who have a lot of money, they want the best of the best. And this is the best of the best when it comes to Jordan. I've seen many comments from people that clearly have followed Jordan 86 Fleer PSA 10s for a while and said this is the best copy they've ever seen, the best centering, the best corners, edges, whatever. And also, if you look at that 9.5, I don't know about you, but that looks a little white down there, that bottom left corner. And Zoom it again? Yeah, sure. Maybe it's just glare. Tough to say. I don't know. I mean, I like the I like the nine five at the at the price. Don't get me wrong; the centering is a little off top to bottom on the on the nine five. But holy cow, over ten times the price! Yeah, what? I would take I would take twelve of those uh, nine fives, nine five or eleven. I'll say eleven not of those nine fives for the price of. Yeah, but I mean, the the thing applies here. Remember what we've said for years now, and what a lot of people say is like. Cards only worth what someone's willing to pay. Well, when you get two to three to four people who are willing to pay over 600K on that Jordan because it's the best of the best, and you get the top two people that want it that badly, it'll go that high, you know? 
And I imagine, so we had Gary V on our live stream on Instagram yesterday. Great conversation. I want to thank Gary personally for joining that. Um, that was awesome. He took 30 minutes to hop on there and talk about cards, talk about the charity night. He donated $5,000 himself to, to our uh, Slab Stocks Kesem Fund, which is which was incredible. I do really appreciate that. And, um, you know, he was, I don't even remember where my train of thought was going now. Hey, what was what was I talking about with Gary? Gary talking about this card specifically? Gary talking about something. Value of what people find. Oh, value. I remember now. We were talking about what the next Jordan PSA 10 sells for that's not an S sticker, right? Like this is an outlier. Like another the next one that sells is not selling for 840k. I think there's two at 500k on eBay right now. And I would imagine it goes at 400k the next one. Um they were down as low as 280, I think. I think the next one will sell for 400. There's like two on eBay at 500. Gary says that his friends have tried to buy them from him for over 400 King. He's not selling his. Um, he confirmed he has like 11 or 12, I think, yesterday on a stream. It was 11. 11. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is one of those cards that doesn't port or, you know, doesn't uh, mean anything in the world of trends in the sports card market. It's fun to report because it's a lot of money. And it's a new whole approach to for PWCC to their um, grading. But and it gives, gives us a good debate too. But but in the end, there's it 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 does not affect you or me or the bottom ninety nine point nine percent of collectors. In this right, market. and I would even go as far to say that it doesn't really affect some of the top stuff because this is such a one off instance. Like we're not going to see our PWCC SPSA ten come up for sale for a while, probably. I don't know when, you know, and, but we'll and, see more nine fives come up for sale. And if this nine five sold for like 150 K, then we'd have something to talk about more in terms of like an overall trend. Yeah. And so like Henry says, nice. That means nineties high end parallel and insert Jordans are underpriced. And see, that's what we're talking about. This is just one outlier, $840,000 sale. Everything else is probably still appropriately priced. I don't think anything's going to move based on this one sale it's just somebody that really 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 wanted this specific card and didn't care what they had to spend to get it i agree it's like just because i bought the mount sapphire one of one psa 10 for a lot doesn't mean that all the base sapphire psa 10s are gonna sell for now even more you know yeah like that that's that's a one-off case all right i guess that we're done here so that was the pwcc premier auction for oh, what quick question um, cause you had, it came across my mind and I thought about, I thought about it this morning and then you brought up, uh, Wayne Gretzky. So Wayne Gretzky is first in points, right? We're talking about unbreakable sports records. Yeah. 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 Wait, can, can I close up the PWCC auction? Oh, you're not done yet. Well, no, I was, wait, are, is this about the auction? Uh, well, I mean, you, I thought of it because of the auction, <laughs> okay, but it's fine. not about the auction. I just saw Giannis post. So I assumed you were done. Please close wow. it out. All right. No, okay, fine. I'll close out. Here we go. This was this month's PWCC premier auction, uh, July's auction. I think it sold for a total over $7 million. All the cards combined, 66, which was less than last, uh, their first auction in May. They made quite a few substantially amazing updates to the platform. When the extended bidding winds down, it shows the top five items are getting new bids and the prices, which is really cool. Uh, don't even have to refresh. It's just auto refresh all the cards. So Definitely uh, look out for next month's August premiere auction. I'm uh, pretty excited for that. And now, Nate, let's talk about these unbreakable records because actually Jared and I talked about a ton of these yesterday, so I'm primed and ready to talk. Okay, so this morning, I am i don't know why I just think about Wayne Gretzky. I don't really think about hockey that often, but every once in a while I think about Wayne Gretzky. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I was, I was thinking to myself, I, wonder, I knew he was way ahead in points compared to second place, but I was wondering – how far ahead he was to second place compared to second place to whatever position would, um, you know, down the list he is. So he's 936 points ahead of second place all time. Sure. Second place is 936 points ahead of 94th place. Second place is closer to 94th place than they are to first place on the all times points list in the NHL history. That's insane. Who, who's second? Uh, now, I know, I, I, I mean, I've seen his name, but is it Yarmur Yager? You don't Yarmur Yager. The, you don't pronounce the J's, right? No, Yarmur Yager. Funny thing is, is that he's actually played for forever, and we have a, a OPC Premier, I think it is, PSA 10 rookie uh, that's going to be given away through our Kessel Redemption program, so pretty sweet. Um, 
this isn't I didn't I mean I know Canadians were good, but yeah. Wayne Gretzky, number one, Canadian. Yager, not Canadian. I don't know what he is. Mark Messier, Canadian. Gordy Howe, Canadian. Ron Francis, Canadian. Marcel something. Dioni, Canadian. Steve Yezerman, Canadian. Mario Lemieux, Canadian. And it keeps going. Yeah, it's crazy, man. They're the best. Yeah, that's wild, man. That's good stuff. And Nate, wait, explain to me really quick, because I as I couldn't figure this out yesterday. Uh, we were talking about the unbreakable records, talking about Gretzky's point total and everything. So Cal Ripken Jr., when every single time I hear unbreakable record, is his consecutive games played comes to mind. But then you look at his game log for like the 12 straight years or whatever, and it's like 161, 160, 162. Like how – am I missing something here? Um, I, I couldn't tell you. Like – why? How? How does he have a streak like that for two thousand plus games? If it's not like one sixty two, one sixty two, one sixty two, unless there was like a canceled game here for this, this yeah, like is that, that, that that might that was probably the thing. I'd he, imagine. But then there's a season when there's like fifty in the middle of all the hundred and sixty somethings. I think maybe um, I'm wrong on that one. Oh, I'm sure it was. Well, the record might have been from eighty three to ninety three. Someone in the chat, if you know uh, a lot about this Cal Ripken Jr. record. Oh, I see what you're saying. 83-93? Yeah. Does that mean uh, it makes it 2,000? It could. It's tough Tough to say. Yeah, that, the, that actually does, I think. And I, I, don't have an answer to, I don't have an answer to that. But Brett Favre, consecutive game. Uh, oh, 94 strike shortened season. There we go. Thank you for that. 94 strike shortened season. Okay, so that's the 112. What about 95 with the 144? Started late? Anybody That's know that? Possible. Yeah, that would be probably super possible. I was thinking about the strike, but I had no idea when it was, so I couldn't really confirm with myself, like, yes or no. Um, you guys Brett Favre's consecutive start streak? Yeah, also unbreakable. Someone in the chat, or actually not someone, everyone in the chat, comment your most unbreakable record that you can think of right now. I might take another, but I think that there's like eight straight championships by the Celtics back with Bill Russell or something. The UCLA, oh, UCLA's uh, 11 straight conference champ. Oh, wait. <laughs> Broken by Kansas. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I was waiting for that. All right. When you guys all comment those, let's hop into some Giannis talk. Nate brought up at the beginning of the stream in the past month. His 2013 Prism Rookie PSA 10s are up to 2,135, which is good for a 70% increase in one month. A ton of buy it now. They're selling over $2,000. This car got as low as I think 12, 12.50 around there. Um, and now it's up to over 2K, which is great to see as a Bucks fan, seeing people actually respect it, you know. Like how many did Brian, how many more uh yards does Jerry Rice have over is it Randy Moss at number two? I'd be curious to hear how many that is. Oh, this is crazy. LeBron having at least 10 points for over 1,000 games and still going. That's that's a big stat. Also, Nolan Ryan over 5,000 strikeouts. That's crazy. Buffalo Bills going to and losing four straight Super Bowls. Uh, looks like Nate just pieced out. Bill Russell championships, 11 or 12 from Card Guy Cody. Brady Super Bowl titles, which is seven now. Let's see. Anyone else with a comment? Uh, what happened to you? Exit it out. At least you can end the stream. <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> Please. Okay. Um uh, you, Cy Young's uh Cy yeah. Young's uh, game started and games finished. That's crazy. That was a crazy seven seven hundred and forty nine complete games in his career, seven thousand three hundred and fifty six innings. That's insane. That's insane. Patriots seventeen straight ten win seasons. Larry Fitzgerald's second and five thousand yards behind him. Like even if Larry Fitz played another Eight years, he probably wouldn't catch him, which is crazy. That's insane. It's insane. Reggie Miller was at seven points in eight seconds, or was it nine points in eight seconds? I can't remember. Um, oh. A couple baseball ones, just because of how baseball is trending. You know, Joe DiMaggio is never going to lose that 56-game hit streak. I was going to ask you about that because I saw – so let me shout out David Adams' cards. I think it was that posted this to make me start to talk about this. Um, they posted, like, the unbreakable streak thing, and, like, the three of the first six comments was DiMaggio's 56-game hit streak. Is you really think is that unbreakable? Like, I know, like compared to like, you know, the 
whatever some of these other ones which are crazy like compared to Gretzky like I, I feel like Gretzky's is way more unbreakable but that's just oh well yeah happen. Gretzky is um, I yeah. mean they're all they've all gotten to the point where you can't really compare unbreakableness they're just True. unbreakable because it, nobody's not, it's gonna hit nobody's gonna hit 400 again like Ted Williams you believe that because of how good the pitching's gone yeah unless unless they you know move the mound back again or something right right I got you how wait Tell me about the movie The Mound Back. How how far was or how far was it before and how far is it now? Oh, I don't have those numbers in my head. I was just curious. And wait, wasn't well, there like, wasn't it like they raised the mound back in the like? Yeah, was that because of Bob Gibson? Yeah. Um, right. they raised the mound. I'm sure they might move the mound back at some point just to make it a little bit more difficult. But right, we'll see. Right. All right. Giannis, game six tomorrow. Bucks, please win. Please, please win. Really, really can't wait for that. I'm actually going to be able to go, which is super exciting. Um, and I'll be very disappointed if I don't see Giannis hoist that trophy at the end of the night. <laughs> um, Chicago, Boo 695, July 20th to August 1st, 2021. Nate, what's going on? I don't know what this is. Um, I think we're going, we're enjoying some deep dish pizza. Yeah, just taking a day trip down, taking the day off. Actually, the yeah, week off. Go going to Chicago to eat some deep dish pizza. Um, smile at ourselves in the uh, bean thing and take our picture, <laughs> jumping in front of it. Um, and uh, going down to Navy Pier. I think that's what we're doing. Wow, sounds like some exciting times. Everything I want to do with Nate is going to Chicago and, and seeing the bean. Just kidding. Uh July 28th to August 1st is the National. I'm sure many of you have heard us say it in the past three weeks now. If you haven't, Card Show is in Rosemont, which is right next to Chicago. Um, it's right next to O'Hare Airport at the Downey Stevenson Convention Center. And it's a five-day show starting on Wednesday, ending on Sunday. We'll be there at Booth 695, so please visit us. There we are, the far right of the show. It's in the red carpet area next to the side wall. You'll see Tops' big corporate booth at, booth at 676. Just keep walking straight and you'll find us in the corner at 695. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, Magic, yes. Uh, we are still doing the, the, the pre-show tomorrow. Starting at 2 o'clock Central Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And I'll be busting butt down to the stadium right after that. Um, Quick, quick couple things here. Number one. What? I think, I think Deep Dish Pizza is overrated. No. I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's like the best thing ever, but like it's good. That's good. Like, stuff. like having having a slice, maybe two slices while I'm down there. Okay, I like cheese. Uh, <laughs> I like sauce, but uh, it's not something I'd want more than like once a year. Whereas regular pizza is something I'd want more than once a year. <laughs> um, yeah, Gino's East is the place. I've been to Gino's East now every time I went to went to Chicago for the national. I went to Giordano's a couple of times now. I saw Giordano's uh comment here from Ron. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's overrated. Like Chicagoans will have you believe that it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm here to tell you that it is not. Well, I'm here to make you believe that cheese curds are the greatest thing in the world. And some people might say that I'm overrated with that too. <laughs> That's true. I love cheese curds. Nate, I had some cheese curds this past week, and I, I went to Lakefront Brewery for the first time before, before going to the beer district. The, the, the beer is trash, but the, the food is good. The beer the beer is okay. It wasn't it wasn't anything super special. But did have you ever had the cheese curds there? Mm-hmm. Dude, those things are huge. Good stuff. Super good. And then I had the – wow, you're going to hate me for this. I had the buffalo chicken strips, which are really good. And then I had – some and then I had some side uh some side sausage platter too. So I guess I was about to say, didn't you get German food while you were at Lake no, Brewery? I did, I did, and I was really close to getting the chicken sandwich or something else, but I had to settle with uh with the 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 buffalo tenders because their sauce was so good. That was like the strongest buffalo sauce I've ever had. It was super good, super good. All right. So biggest thing happening at the National for us. We'll be at the booth every day, 695. Come say hi, visit us, uh, do some trades with us, maybe make some, some you know, purchases or sell some stuff if we do have money. I'm not sure if we will. We got to sell some stuff first. But, <laughs> um, other than that, we have our huge uh, charity night that's going down on Friday from 6 to 9 o'clock at night. We've been giving weekly updates to this live stream. So starting on July 1st, we launched our video. 
which was now 18, 19 days ago, which is crazy. That was like either the quickest 19 days of my life or the slowest one of the two. I don't know. <laughs> and and here we are. At the day of announcement, we had six sponsors on board. We had Loop, PWCC, and Stock S stock access presenting sponsors and then jamil from the mealy pop shop you all know him mealy stocks uh ryan card collector 2 and the patrick ryan collection join us as gold sponsors well quickly after that wildfire spread panini u.s soccer break slab shield this is oti sports mikey b cards mikey b really quick shout out to mikey b he beat cancer within the last i think it's like three months or so hey. um, he's been doing a ton to help us promote this event he's on twitter he's on instagram he's telling his people to jump in like and this is very selfless think about this nate he's got a breaking audience mikey b breaks a lot of cards he's telling all these people to go spend their money on kesem charity night when he breaks like once or twice weekly you know like that's people's yeah. money going to kesem instead of his, his customers to go spend their money somewhere else yes that's which important. is which is which is super awesome i can't thank mikey enough for that i mean it's 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 amazing and he also made a donation and he bought like over $2,000 in actual Kesem Redemption spots too. So, Mikey, man, thank you so much. Um, then we had Collectible, uh, Luca Tiger, LeBron Podcast, Luca Nation, my guys, Cajun Andrew, uh, Andy from IndyCar Exchange, Anthony from Summertime Cards, Clay from Clay Cards, uh, GV Sports Cards, Sports Card Live, Jeremy. He's got the top prize in the $500 uh, Kesem Redemption tier. It's the Wayne Gretzky OPC Rookie PSA 3. Just like the PSA 9 we reviewed, just like the 3.75 PSA 10, 3.75 million PSA 10. Uh, Spinatron, great guy. He's a, he's a really, really high-end collector. And he's been collecting for a long time. He's got some amazing stuff, and he pitched in a really, really awesome card for us. Uh, Burnbank Sports Cards out in California. Bleaker Trading out in New York. Uh, Buster, Buster, thank you for jumping on too. Limestone Cards, uh, Kevin, awesome guy. I love Kevin. Uh, Layden Sports Cards, thank you so much. Slam Magazine, Jaspi Sports Cards. Empire State Sports Cards, Cherry Collectibles out in Australia. We have New England Pieces. Nick, thank you. Uh, ATL Cards, Kevin and Kyle sent like 13 sealed cases and like 15 sealed hobby boxes or something. Just some insane stuff. And let me preface this with this. Obviously, Kevin and Kyle knew who we were. Um, I've never spoken to Kevin or Kyle in my life. I never even heard of Atlanta Cards before this. They came out and emailed me from this. And then sent all that stuff without ever talking to me before just because they want to help the kids out so much. And it's just insane to see this stuff. Like some people I've never even talked to before are sending, you know, $10,000 packages our way for this, which is unbelievable. Rally Road, Rob, awesome stuff he sent in. One of them was the Yager uh, PSA 10 concept code DW3 ball. Sent three Holland Tops Chrome Rookie PSA 9s and Mason Green with PSA 10. Tyson Beck, the amazing card creator out in australia who partners the nba players to create his own cards he's also in tops product 70 he's in tops Product 2020 he's sending some of his custom cards he makes which are i'm hoping that this package is gonna be sick i mean i know it is because look at i mean he makes some really really cool art he's done a ton of promotional stuff with the nba uh to make different uh you know artworks and he's i know he's done some stuff with kobe before i think it's all for the for his charity fund too which is insane and uh dibs.io uh midwest cards Midwest Cards, one of the others I'd never talked to before. I think it's Jim from Midwest Cards. Sends the massive package with the NT Hobby Box, the Noir. No, not Noir. My bad. Um, it was the the top Sterling, the Prism UFC, Prism Basketball Hobby, and Prism Football Hobby. And then some other crazy stuff. Formula One Sapphire. Just insane package from Jim. Uh, Starstock, Layton Sports Cards, an upgrade to presenting sponsor. He said, we want to help more. And then uh, six sick basketball cards. Thank you so much. And I know that they're helping us promote to their Facebook community, which is awesome. The the link for people to help donate. Redbeard Sports Cards sent one of the coolest packages: a full run of 1996 Topps Finest refractors of Mickey Mantle. Every single year of his Topps line that came out, including the 51 Bowman, is in refractor form with the finest peel covering on it. All of them graded by PSA, PSA seven or higher, with the top being a nine. Uh, it's so cool. And that, that's going to go live on our website for sale during the night of the event. As a set. It's going to go live for sale as a set, and one person is going to buy it that night and get the entire set. And I hope it's you or whoever's watching and wants that set because it's so awesome. 100% of the proceeds are going to the kids, of course, to go to camp. Black Jade Wolf, shout out to Black Jade Wolf. Always super respectful at the shows. I've uh, seen her a lot for years now. It's going back to the National in 2019, even before that when I wasn't, you know, I was just a kid walking around the show. I remember Black Jade Wolf. Uh, the sports card shop, 
I'm a dad and his son jumped on and sent some soccer boxes, which is amazing. Dad and his sons, I should say, two kids he runs the shop with, which is really cool. Uh, Alt pitched in as well. Thank you to Alt. Uh, they're the ones that combined to buy that uh, that Steph Curry logo man patch auto one of one. And then here we are. Big shout out, big big shout out to Shine One Fifty and Seventy Two Wood Wood Seventy Two who com who combined to send this Giannis Prism Green Rookie PSA Ten. Now this was the top item that's been donated so far to the event. Uh, we announced this last week after the Monday live stream, and this card recently sold a few days ago. I'm buy it now for fourteen point five k. Not ours, not the one that's going to run through PWCC for auction. No eBay fees, no PWCC fees. Huge shout out to PWCC. They're running our high-end auction for us, you know, promoting as a charity auction. All the proceeds going to Kessum, and there's no eBay fees or no PWCC fees. That it's just that's huge, like huge for the kids that have none of those fees included. Um, and this card, so for 14.5k and buy it now. There is now no more available for sale publicly. It's a pop 36. This is going to go live for auction tomorrow night during the Bucks game to end on Friday the 30th. And I talked to Gary yesterday on our live stream. I said, Gary, if the Bucks win on Tuesday night, I actually said when the Bucks win, so I'm kind of stepping back there. But uh, <laughs> Nate's confidence, said, confidence is key. I know. Uh, I said, Gary, you know, Bucks win. How much does this sell for? Uh, you know, on Friday, and he's like thirty-seven and a half thousand. So that's Gary's call uh, for charity. You know, the charity element included in this, which is crazy. So I'm uh, really hoping that that goes huge for the kids, and, and we'll see what happens with that. We'll be promoting it and and obviously posting a ton about it. And then today. I talked to my guy, Damien. Damien has got the biggest Messi collection in the world. He's the one that's helping bring Rolandinho to the national this year, a Brazilian superstar. And I talked to him for 10 minutes on the phone. Um, I've never spoken to Damien in my life before that. I posted his collection in April uh, to our Slab Stocks FC page. And within 10 minutes on the phone, he's sending us a $10,000 plus Messi rookie card. That's, I'm hoping that it sells for well over 10000 The last sale, I think, was over 11000 on June 25th. Um, just an absolutely insane donation to add to the, to the, to the high end auction today. And, uh, I couldn't be more thankful for Damien and everyone else that donated to this event. It's just incredible. Well over a hundred thousand dollars in product donations now. And, uh, our, our, our guys Brewtown here, local shop just jumped on today as well. So I'll be picking up a case of uh, luminance football from them, which is really cool. Luminance football hobby. Uh, just, just incredible stuff that's going on. And to update, there's a couple more that have sold now during the live stream. If you go on slabsucks.com slash shop. A lot of those prizes that were donated are available in our custom redemption program. Every single spot that's bought guarantees an item. You know, it's it's either a sports card slab, it's a sealed product, it's a sealed pack. There is also a couple memorabilia pieces through there, but every item is guaranteed some type of sports related sports card item. And all the proceeds go to Camp Kesem, and all of the items are approximately around the value of the spot you're buying in at or way higher as the top prize in each in each prize pool is really, really big for that given buy-in price. In the first 24 hours, we posted it yesterday at 5 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, at the start of this live show, I got the numbers, and we have had $32,000 in sales. A total of 368 of the redemptions have sold at 441. That's 83% in 24 hours. That's incredible. I thought it was going to take like a week to sell all these things out. And now we're at 83% in 24 hours. So if you go on to slabsocks.com slash shop right now, there's only two tiers left now. There's $250 and $50. So let me actually drop the link in here. I forgot I can do that uh, into YouTube, which is awesome. Here is the link to our shop. There's two tiers left, the $50 tier and the $250 tier. If you go check it out, there is some spots left in each. I believe that there's like 30 left in the $250. There's 32 left in the $250. And the $50, there's 39 left. So... I, I'm pretty sure that by the end of tomorrow's pre-show, I hope that these are all sold out. So please don't hesitate. Um, like I said, in 24 hours, we have at 83% of the tickets be sold or the, the redemptions be sold. So uh, please head over to slabsacks.com slash shop. Every single dollar that's spent goes to sending a kid to camp whose parents have had or had cancer uh, for absolutely free. So it's for a great cause. You get some amazing cards. Like you see right there, the top prize in the $250 tiers of KD, PSA 9, Topps, Chrome Rookie, uh, sells between $900,000. And then uh, for two, for the fifty dollars tier, the top prize is a Contenders Basketball twenty twenty hobby box, and then you got the Tease rookie PSA ten for the number two prize. And a Bowman. Forget about those. It's all about the Bowman Chrome box. Bowman box, not even Bowman. No Bowman, Bowman baseball box. <laughs> and uh, then one more time uh, tomorrow, we have the pre-show going starting at three p.m. Eastern time. These are the two boxes we have left. 
And uh, there's like four spots left in the Noir and one or two spots left in the Cup Hockey. So if you jump in and buy a card in that, all those proceeds as well go to Kesem. And we'll be opening all those boxes tomorrow here live at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Please join. It'll be a super fun time. Um, and then we'll be able to make our first uh, donations to then Kesem through our donation page for you all to track and uh, see, you know, see how much money we're able to raise for the kids. And let me drop here so that you all can track over the next two weeks. Or if you don't want to buy sports cards, you just want to help out the cause. Uh, this is the donation page that all the donations will be running through for the event. The goal is hundred grand. I have a strong feeling we're going to break that and go well over. And we are currently at 5430 not counting any of those tickets that were sold today and yesterday, not counting the pre-show, which will be donated after the pre-show is done. Uh, so track it there. You all can see how much money is getting racked up all for the kids. And like again, uh, once again, thank you for listening to my message. Uh, I think it was like 10 minutes or so, but I do really appreciate it. And lastly, lastly, so we've had quite a few people. I want to thank the random audience members that have sent us cards, sent us sealed product for the kids. We've gotten a number of slabs in. Definitely totaling well over $500 in slabs from random, uh, you know, audience members and whatnot. And, and I really do appreciate it. Um, all those slabs are, you know, going to be sold for the kids or giving away it to some people at the event live. Uh, there's going to be giveaways if you attend the event live. And I should point out it's July 30th, 6 to 9 p.m. at the Hyatt O'Hare Rosemont Hotel right across the street from the National in the International Ballroom. Um, it's going to be a blast, Nate. I'm so excited. Yeah, so excited. it's going to be... Uh... It's going to be, you know, the 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 uh, national is fun. We're always excited, but right. this year there's going to be just a little bit extra juice, I think, from us because we get to look forward to this on Friday night. Yeah, and honestly, like I haven't had a second to think about any of my cards I have that I'm bringing or any of that. All I'm thinking about is this, and you know, hopefully we can raise as much money for these kids as possible. And I, I should say, cause I know people listen to this podcast a lot uh, versus the, the YouTube stream is that if you do wish to send in a slab or a sealed product, that's valued at over $25, the PO box is PO box three, two, zero, three, eight, four, Franklin, Wisconsin, five, three, one, three, two. You can address it to slab stocks. Uh, so thank you everyone for, for listening today. I hope to see you on the YouTube live stream as well. This entire event will be live on July 30th, 6 to 9 PM uh, central time on YouTube live. All right. We've got like 18 minutes or so left. Uh, please submit any sports card related questions you have. It can be about the conversation with Gary from yesterday. It can be about the market in general, specific sport, a player that Nate might have some info on prospect wise that you all can't get. Cause Nate's an insider. <laughs> just messing around that's, that's what i am hey uh i have a question what's up little caesars yes or no little caesars yeah i think i've had it like once in my life i have no idea how much is are there pieces like five bucks right five or bucks. five bucks hot. Ready? I, have a, I have a hot take for you let's hear it i'd rather have a little caesars hot and ready pizza for five dollars as long as i eat it within like 10 minutes than any jimmy john or not jimmy john's uh papa john's pizza you know, Papa John's is not great, so I don't know if that's a hot take. I know people that like Papa John's more than they like toppers. And I'm I'm telling you, Papa John's is trash. I'd rather have Little Caesars. What about toppers? I know you're a big toppers guy. Is it James? Um, you know, it depends on it depends on where you go. I've had really, really bad experiences with toppers to, depending on the store. Uh, and then really good experiences, and it's kind of hit or miss. So I do love it overall. It's just um oh no Co cody cody no don't say his name out loud i'm still buying cards <laughs> who is that uh everson oh i missed it everson and i don't even know how to spell his or say his last name though cody did switch the i and the e around there herrera uh he is a kid that just got called up from rookie ball and is hitting like 400, 500, 600, 400 average, 500 on base, 600 slugging um, in his first week with like three home runs, getting, went four for four yesterday, uh, getting on base like crazy. Um, and, you know, he's the 17th prospect and I'm pretty – or 17th Yankees prospect. And I'm pretty sure when the MLB rankings come out – and you can get his autos for like 45 bucks right now. Uh, when the rankings come out again – um, I imagine if he keeps this up, he's going to be a top hundred guy and also in like the top five for the Yankees list. Hmm. Got you. G 
Jim, uh, I can donate two Ken Griffey Bowman 1989 cards if you want. I got six in a box I bought three weeks ago. Well, sure, uh, you can send them to the address, uh, the, the P.O. box. I know we're saying slabs only, but I'm sure some people wouldn't mind getting some uh, Griffey Jr. rookies. How come you didn't ask Gary V what exact cards he was target, targeting to stock up on at the National? Remember, he said he wanted 10 to 12. He was looking for what were the 10 to 12? I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't ask him. He doesn't give me any inside info. Uh, I was just going to let him go and do his thing. I, you know, I didn't want to ask him to, to share all 10 to 12, but um, I, I figure that a lot of them have to do with uh, autographs of certain legends because he seems to be on this auto kick now. That he's now uh, found, discovered in this uh, after his NFT craze went on. Uh, it tastes like cardboard. And that might be Little, Little Caesar or something. Or it might be Papa John's. Gabriel, explain yourself. Which one are you talking about? Papa John's or Little Caesar's? Aaron loves the chicken tennis from Little Caesar's. Um. Oh, there was a couple baseball questions in here. Oh, I, oh, I like this. Nate, Bowman first chrome or top sapphire? Gotta go sapphire. Like I love first, I love first chrome, but sapphire is just. How about this one? How about this one? Amazing. A Bowman sapphire auto. Oh, well, Bowman chrome auto all day. Wait, wait, wait! Listen to me. Listen to me. Bowman sapphire Heber Perez auto, numbered out of ninety nine. Whatever the color is, I think it's like teal or yellow. And then compare that to like a purple non sapphire auto okay i like this so i think i'd rather have the purple i don't know what the prices are i don't know if they're similar i was just kind of going with like a better i just i i'm not a fan of bowman sapphire i think it's a little bit gimmicky i think tops chrome sapphire was an excellent product i think tops chrome sapphire update is a trash product i think bowman sapphire of any product is a trash product i uh i'm a tops chrome sapphire guy or regular Bowman guy, but not, not a combination. Of the two. I, I must say the dude, the, the Jason Dominguez Sapphire is a nice looking card. <laughs> um, I would also add in that if you back off before they started Sapphire for Bowman, those atomics from Wander Franco's year 2019 non autos are so nice. And that can be seen as kind of like the, you know, scarce non Sapphire Sapphire. And I like those a lot. Also another hot take the atomic, like the 2019 Topps Chrome Sapphire, I think looks really good. I know it's sapphire, but it looks diamondy. Um, I don't love the blue, the actual sapphire blue that they have of like Ronald Acuna. Wait, I thought that that was opposite. I thought you liked the 2018, but you didn't like the 2019. Maybe at one time, but I flip flopped back. <laughs> I don't love the blue. So you like the Tatis? Correct. Did I tell you? I mean, I'm I'm going to announce this later on Instagram. Did I tell you what Phil Hughes? Just hit me up and donate today for the charity event. A Tatis? Tatis Sapphire, Sapphire rookie PSA 10. I know. Good man. Good man. And I'll, I'll announce that tomorrow probably on Instagram. Super cool. It's going into the the, the PWCC high-end auction. It's going to be big time. How long until card prices are back to February and March levels? It totally is card dependent. That's my opinion. I think that Nate probably is in the same case here. Like, there's certain cards that are not going to reach. Yeah, I you know, never say never, but um, most likely are going to have a very difficult time reaching back to February and March values. And in my opinion, every new PSA submission that comes back makes it just that much harder to ever regain to those values of the cards that are not numbered. I figure if programs. if a guy like Tatis ever hits those values again, it's going to be like seven years from now when he's won multiple MVPs and is, you know on Mike Trout path as opposed to uh, yeah I, I feel who, like it's gonna literally be like, whoever else you want to say but okay. also there, there's they're like you know there's rare cards that are already in my opinion getting closer to that um, I mean it take more advanced research to really see like how it's moving I'm just sitting here kind of thinking about some some cards that we're selling but definitely it just has to do with the rarity and and, and this you know supply and demand is all it comes down to it's how many base PSA tens are getting put into the market for sale and how many are getting held on to any big singles that you have in your collection. You're going to grade at the show. I don't know if I'm going to take the time to ever wait in a line at the show to get a card graded because I know I can just kind of send it to them. If I really want to pay $250 or $200 to get a card graded. 
Um, I, I don't foresee myself taking the time out of the show to ever wait in a line to give a card to PSA just to pay $200. I have some cards I want to grade that I would do if I didn't care about the time at the show, but there's no way I'm going to give up the valuable time of the show to do that. Is, um, is SGC grading at the show? I'd assume so. I don't know how much or it's going to cost or the time frame and all that stuff. And yes, Phil Hughes does have the the, the Sapphire Super Fractor Auto of Tatis. I don't know if he has the normal tops chrome, but he does have the Sapphire Super Auto. I think he might be bringing it to the show. Timo, thank you, man. Good to see you. What's up, Timo? Uh, thanks for the thanks for the kind words on the interview. Um, there was a question about the grading. Uh, any news on PSA opening up additional service levels from Kendall? I have not heard anything new. Um, I've not heard any announcements. I've not heard any rumblings, which I assume that they're not going to leak out any information because the one time they did, excuse me, it's got flooded with cards. So I, they just opened up the $200 express at July one. I imagine after the national sometime in August or uh, September, you might see another service level open, but it's going to take them probably until 2022 to see any like, 25 30 35 dollar grading through like a group suburb it's just a speculation though what olympic event are you looking forward to the most any idea when Panini's men's trampoline boxes are dropping <laughs> uh olympics should be fun uh i'm actually like not gonna probably watch, but it's like cool that baseball is back. And the reason why I'm not watching is because all the ML, all the MLB players are in season; and they won't be playing. <laughs> it's like Tyler Austin, I think, was one of the only names I recognize other than the prospects. And was he a free agent right now, which is why he's playing? It's just it's 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 ridiculous to me that it you know it's kind of the same thing that's probably happening with um, NHL. It happens in NHL all the time with the well the well, the NHL, but I was thinking Greece specifically for mm-hmm. their. Uh, you know, the fact that they have very few quality NBA players and two of them are on the same team that are going, that are now in the championship, you don't get Giannis Orthanasis. Um, pretty brutal. Question. And, uh, question. I mean, they, they could physically get them if Giannis wanted to push the limits. I don't know if he's going to do it, though. I could doubt it. You Chris just and Drew. championship. I don't think you want to go play in the Olympics. No, no, I, I get it. But Chris and Drew are going. That's true. And I would argue that it means more to, to to Giannis, not necessarily that like I'm trying to like diminish how much it means to Chris and Drew playing in the Olympics, but like he's got the entire country. Well, well Greece isn't. Sam's right. Greece oh. isn't in it. There's only like eight teams or something. There we go. Thanks, Sam. Um, but uh, it's it's I don't know. It's a rough time for. I think I would have done baseball as a Winter Olympic sport, but just had it like uh, in a stadium somewhere, indoor yeah. stadium. That makes, sense. Um, that makes sense. And and I guess basketball is just there's no luck because it, unless you have a fall Olympics, you're not playing basketball. You're not getting all the stars. For sure. Uh, card guy Cody Riley Green should be a top ten prospect. Totally huge Detroit fan, so maybe I'm biased. Nate, is he biased or should Riley Green be a top ten prospect? Or is uh, he biased and should he still be a top ten prospect? I mean, he's biased, but also you know, there's just there's there's literally so many good young minor leaguers in uh, baseball that, I mean, Riley Green's good, but is he top 10 to me? Probably not. Is he mm-hmm. top 30? Sure. Got you. Uh, will Giannis win finals MVP? Absolutely. It would probably take like a 50-point game and a game-winning shot for Chris Middleton win finals MVP. Nate, do you agree? Um, I saw a Stephen A. Smith thing where he said Chris has to be in the conversation because of the the time in which he gets his biggest shots. Yeah, you know, clutch clutch moments. But there's there's no amount of clutch moments in these next two games that can probably supplant Giannis. Not to mention Giannis's clutch moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's like 32, 14, and five, and probably like a blocker. To a game or some. I was also listening to a podcast today where they were talking about how Giannis, um, you know, you see big moments from Damian Lillard and people freak out. You see big moments from Kyrie and his peers freak out. You see big moments from LeBron, Anthony Davis, uh, Dwayne Wade, you name them throughout the years and their peers freak out on Twitter. Yeah. Giannis does amazing things on the basketball court and you don't see any 
other athletes tweeting out about Giannis except for like JJ Watt and Sam Decker because they're from Wisconsin. John John Morant, I think, gave Giannis some props one of the games, but you're right. It's so annoying when you see NBA superstar do well and, and Twitter just blows up. Well, they were wondering they were wondering if it has to do with the fact that these guys are jealous and that James Harden kind of said, you know, a couple years ago when James Harden said that uh if he was seven foot and all he did was run um you know, all he does is run and dunk. If he was seven foot, he'd be good, you know, right. Better than Giannis or whatever. Yeah. Um, they were wondering if what James Harden said was kind of what, how everyone under like six, seven felt and they harbor feelings towards Giannis because of that. I don't know if it's true, but I, I, I have some more speculation. Um, I know that like Kobe wasn't like, you know, like hate these guys to a point where like he would like play an Olympic team and wouldn't talk to them. But like Kobe was the mindset, you know, like I have no friends unless they're on my team, you know, and helping me win. Well, he didn't even, he didn't even have friends on his team. Half yeah, the that's, time. That's, that's true. That's true. Um, but I wonder if Giannis has a similar thing where it's like, he's so darn focused. He doesn't connect with these guys, you know, well, like, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't train with them in the off season. Yeah. And, um, he's not on team USA with them. And Sam brings up a good point. He's not exactly. playing the AU circuit with them. Um, he's not doing traveling basketball in middle school with him, right? Yeah. Um, you're not going to uh, Oak Hills Academy and playing the best of the best uh, high school basketball. Yeah. Um, he didn't go play at Duke or Kentucky. You know, he's not John Wall and Boogie Cousins friendship type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, you know, it makes sense that he's just an outsider. But also, if if it's like if Luca does something like this. Luca didn't have any, didn't play. He's international. He didn't play with any of these guys ever. But if Luca hits a major shot, these guys no. come out and give Luca praise. The only Giannis difference is amazing. They don't. The only difference is that Luca was, you know, crowned the prince or knighted the prince, whatever you want to say, you know, coming into the NBA, you know, drafting the top three, won trophies at Real Madrid, stuff like that. You know, true. I'm not, I'm not trying to argue that for him. I'm just saying like there was way more like, you know, push behind him coming to America to play in the NBA than Giannis. But I, I don't care, man. NBA players don't need to like him. He wins a championship, and it's going to do amazing things for his image. You know, like everyone who's ever had – he's not going to win a championship in Milwaukee. He's not going to win – like, what are you going to say? That's it. You, you, know? you think they reshoot the end of that Disney movie to include a championship? Man, that would be unreal. <laughs> I don't know. Push it back. Get that in there, man. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. Timo, Aaron, and Nate, I bought my first BGS card. Subgrades are 95959585. Doesn't mention which one is which, though. Should I try to cross this over to a PSA 9 or leave it as is? It's that Joe Burrow rookie ticket signed from Contenders, which is a great card. So, first of all, PSA 9 would probably be better than BGS 9, but then you have to ask yourself, are you willing to pay like the $200 to get it graded? You also have to ask yourself, how does the card look? You know, you can always look at subgrades and say, oh, my gosh, it's 0.5 away for a 9.5. That's got a good chance to be bumped or you can cross it over and comes down to how does the card look. You know, like PSA is not going to look at the subgrades and say, oh, my gosh, it's so close. Let's give it a 9 or let's give it a 10. And if it looks good, you think it's got a shot to 9, it could be worth it. If it looks good and you think that, you know, BGS was too harsh, maybe a 10. So you never know. But that, that's a long shot. It's the surface. I always feel like the surface is the most promising one because a little bit of uh, now tender love and care, and you might be able to bump that to a nine. Now, there's truth to wiping down stuff with microfiber, removing fingerprints that someone might not have before, or dust. But you still have to look at the card because if there's a dimple or two on there, you know that, that's not passing. You know, like that. That's not getting by PSA. So, like it. Well, I'm not saying that Nate's wrong because Nate's right. Uh, it's more than just a let me buy that. Easy bump because it's a five surface, you know. All right, everyone. I think we are at a stopping point here. Other than Jim Baker, 2012 Justin Bieber cards underrated. Bought some off eBay. I've seen them been circulating around for a while now. To me, could care less. If anyone else wants to buy them, go for it, I guess. Um, but I'll leave it with uh, slabstocks.com slash shop. Please, if you want to get some sweet sports cards and help some kids go to camp, that's the spot to be. All proceeds go to Kes- uh, Camp Kesem uh, for charity. And we do really thank you. Please catch us tomorrow, July 20th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Same place here on YouTube Live for the break pre-show. We probably have like one or two spots left in the boxes for that. 
be ripping some really cool high-end boxes tomorrow and some low-end boxes too. So really excited. And uh, Nate, thank you for joining once again. Yep. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. And everyone, Nate will be here tomorrow, which is not a very uh, frequent occurrence on the break stream. So if you want to see Nate open some packs. Also, wait, really quick, Nate, one more thing. We have got three boxes going through PWCC auction for uh, you know to try and max out as much money on those boxes with the, the per-card breaks as possible at, at the show. Mm -hmm. uh, High-end boxes, one of them is a 2021 Top Sterling baseball box you know like everything's numbered out 25 or less some one of ones in their patch autos can i count on you to open a box that's worth a thousand dollars are you turn too nervous oh i got this good just that's give me answer. some gloves so uh, that's the answer i wanted to hear all right everyone thank you so much and we will see you all tomorrow for the pre-show at 3 p.m eastern time